0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at Champacasino.com. Welcome
2: to the family.
3: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
2: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round.
4: We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, it was on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? I'm misheard
5: him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant
2: Beverly. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
7: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your problem? Uh, it's funny. I'm going to you. On, uh, the... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what
5: are you looking at?
7: <laughs> I will show you.
5: It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, no matter where you are, making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate it. We're going to take you all the way up till the end of this hour, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Um, I,
7: <laughs> I mean, the VP must be working with something, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah you uh, checking it out right now. <laughs> yeah.
6: I don't know what you're talking about.
7: <laughs> Damn. It's in the group
5: chat. Yeah, you got to be careful. You know, you never know who's watching. <laughs> You get caught.
7: <laughs> so. I think that's so funny. I don't know why. Because I've been in that position many a times, you know what I mean? Like, you try to find the or best way to play off doing you, what you're doing. Where you get caught looking.
5: <laughs> yeah. You just pretend like, ah, you're just, like, cracking your neck.
7: Like, <laughs> <laughs> you never find yourself looking and then you realize, like, hold on now. Like, this this was not, like, for a second. It was, like, for, like, ten but you didn't realize it was, like, more than, than like, then you, like, start questioning. yourself so like, am I a weirdo? I'm like, am I a creeper? No, nah, there's nothing wrong with admiring. Yeah. Sometimes Sorry. you just get caught up, man. It you know. happens. I mean, <laughs> Shouts uh, out to Andre Wiggins.
1: Yeah.
7: <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, whatever. Yeah it's the w a it so. hey,
6: could be so Andre that might be a sultry. you go yeah but maybe
7: is that andre standing next to it i think I said andre because andre took he he found a way to look too but his was definitely way more smoother <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Well, here's what wasn't oh, smooth. Uh-oh. The performance of the LA Chargers last night. Uh, and oh. it appears like uh, Oh, it was the, smooth. The end the end is near for Brandon Staley uh, as head coach of the LA Chargers. Now, I got asked just a question for you guys. If you were Brandon Staley, a little role play here on a Friday morning. If you were Brandon Staley, would you rather be fired now or after the season? Hmm. Mm. I'd rather be gone now. Let me enjoy no. the holidays. Well,
6: <laughs> there's there's that element of it. I also think <clears throat> there's the thought that you want to get a jump start on maybe coaching somewhere else. I, I don't know how many years he has left on his deal, so I don't know what offsets are in there. Sometimes guys wouldn't mind taking a break, earning all of that out, instead of getting right back into coaching. But you know, he's younger, so maybe he wants to, you know. <clears throat> keep coaching and and start start try to start somewhere else again.
7: Yeah, I don't believe in quitting, so I would still want to try to finish out on a a positive note. Um, even though I'm I'm probably certain at this point the inevitable is me losing my job here. I still would I think for the sake of of all the hard work that I've put in. To get to that place, I would I would want to keep trying to make it better. I would at least want to have the opportunity to redeem myself to to the tune of, like walking away, like yep, this is how we finished out. Now, it, it I, I kind of fall on the side of Q saying that he's lost the team, so that's something that I would take into consideration. Like I could go to the team and 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 talk to them. And if I felt like coming away from that conversation that I really lost this team to the point of no return, then that would probably need to be a conversation that, that's had with, you know, the decision makers in terms of this is where we're at and this is the reality of where we're at. So, you know, I I, I don't know how I got here or maybe I do know how we got here, but it doesn't seem like this is going to change. And, and so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you guys got to make a decision.
5: Yeah, I would be out. I'd walk up uh, to Tom Telesco in the front office and just be like, hey, man, I'm out of here. Uh, you guys gave $200 million to a quarterback who's got ninja turtle hands, and this team didn't want to play for me in Las Vegas on a short week. I'm gone. I'm going to go enjoy the holidays with my family. Screw you guys. I'll go be a D coordinator somewhere next year. And the way that this is gone for Brandon Staley, it does appear <laughs> – I would not be surprised if this is it as far as head coaching opportunities for him. Because even before this year, the fourth down decision making, some of the questionable calls. There were even times where they got stopped on going for it on fourth down and got bailed out. You remember that game against Cleveland last year, where at midfield they went for it on fourth and one and got stopped late in the game when I think it was who was the Jacoby Brissett was playing quarterback for the Browns and he wasn't playing well. And so you literally gave the Browns the ball back at midfield with a chance to win the game and Cade York missed a long field goal. So there's been times where even some decisions and questionable decisions he's made, they haven't been, you know, he hasn't had to suffer through because they were able to get bailed out on a missed kick or something like that. It just, it appears like the narrative and everything around him that this could be uh, maybe his, his only shot at being a coach in the NFL. Okay, so
6: let me ask you guys this: What do you think his record is as a head coach? I know this. I think it's a winning record.
7: He's had a pretty decent run. I believe he's
5: one game under five hundred, if I'm not mistaken. He's five hundred.
7: Okay.
6: Okay. See, it could be worse. At least, at least during the course of the regular season, if you include playoffs, yes, he'd be one game under.
7: Oh. You, you you know, there's a lot of coaches that are considered to be fine, fine, fine coaches and fine coaching prospects to be head coaching prospects that don't have a, a winning record. I mean, I I, I would assume. <laughs> like when you look at you look at some of these guys, like let let me pull up somebody. Like I'm 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 trying to think. But I, I would I would assume there's not a lot of coaches with winning records out
6: there. Maybe I'm wrong. there's there's usually not a lot of coaches actually with a with a you know 500 record that and most of them if, if they end up getting a shot not getting another one they've got a losing record right and, and I mean Jeff Fisher was probably most famous for constantly hanging around being around that he coached forever uh, with the Titans and, and coached for a while with the Rams too and so it's it's like mediocrity can, and I hate to put it that way, but being 500 in the NFL didn't used to be the worst thing in the world because the league's built for parity. So if if, if you're sitting and hovering right there around 500, you're viewed as just trying to be able to make a few more adjustments and changes. And maybe you're getting to the playoffs and winning playoff games, winning a Super Bowl. I think with the 17th game, what's been interesting now is there is no 500. You're either a winner or you're a loser. And I think that's impacted to how coaches are viewed, along with the fact of how much these owners are making and being able to move on from coaches before these guys are really able to change the culture and implement their own type of environment. You know, a lot of these coaches feel like on the way in day one, they probably can't really take the time to develop players anymore. They don't have time to. So you either have to be flush with draft picks that you hit on that are going to play early on, or you have to have enough capital to be able to invest in free agents that help you win games right away. Otherwise, I, I don't know that you make it through your first year for some of these teams. I mean, that's, that's at least how it's been.
7: Yeah, these are some old names. Um,
5: <laughs> some old-ass names. I mean, they are projecting no, Going seven and nine. As of right now, the Chargers have a top-five pick. So there's another, you know, another piece that they'll add to an uh, to a roster. That I, I would imagine, though, if, if it comes available, and we're you know we're hearing the same teams that are, that are generally going to be coming available, you know, maybe the Patriots, uh, Washington, the Chargers. They've got to be, if not the top of the list, but high atop the list of most desirable jobs. I mean, sh- look, if you're uh, Sean Payton wanted that job. Like like he, if the, that job would have been open, he would have taken that over the Denver job this offseason. Like it, this does feel like they're going to get their pick of top candidates out there and you could potentially have a, a top five overall pick. Yet I just have no faith that the organization is going to be able to figure it out. Christ, they fired Marty Schottenheimer after he went 14 and two. Like they kind of get what they've had coming to them, and it feels like it's the same story with them. They got talent, they deal with injuries, and then it's a letdown at some point, either late in the season or in the postseason. Just feels like they're doomed. And you're still in the division with Patrick Mahomes for the next 10 years. So have fun with that. Plus, you got to deal with Aiden O'Connell, apparently. Guy was dealing out there last night. Is he the quarterback of the future in Las Vegas? Is he the guy?
6: I don't know what they do because he's 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 played well enough for you have to consider that, but at the same in the same breath they, there's no financial commitment to them, to him. So it, it, I don't know that, that's going to be for either Antonio Pierce to decide, which he obviously put him in this position in the first place, which is odd too because what was the perception going into the game? Oh, he might not even start, and then they came out and solidified it. No, he's going to start. He's going to start, but there's a chance Jimmy Garoppolo or Brandon Hoyer can start. So. Now what's the narrative? Is is it him for the rest of the season? I mean, is it just is that just one outlier game that you're not going to read a ton into? I don't know.
5: Um, Antonio Pierce was asked after the game, uh, coming off the zero point performance last week and putting up sixty against a division rival, about you know was it was it rubbing it in or was it too far? Let's take a listen to AP.
3: At the end of the day, it was all sportsmanship, and, you know. But that day, I, listen, you just scored zero. I ain't gonna stop them boys from scoring. I'm not. I'm not gonna stop them. You know, we, we was on the other side of it last week, and it felt a certain way. And hey, you know, no apologies here. Sorry.
5: Uh, Albert Breer said this yesterday that he wonders when Lavar asked him about AP getting the job moving forward if there's some regret for not sticking with Rich Pasaccia and seeing that through when they made the move from him to go to Josh McDaniels, even after they made the playoffs. I just Look, they're at Kansas City, they're at Indianapolis, and then they've got the Broncos, and they're sitting at 6-8 and right now. If this is a 7-10 and football team, do you think they move on from Antonio Pierce? Because I think he's going to get this job. I really do. Like, if I was betting right now, and that means a lot considering how good I am at that. If I was betting right now, I would bet on Antonio Pierce getting the job next year. Yeah. What do you think?
7: What do you think, Barr? Well, I always, you know... Q go, you got it. I'll wait till Q go.
6: I I would say based on the momentum of a standalone primetime game like this too, and another thing is like do they they don't have any more primetime games, do they? I think I think that was it for the rest of the season for them. Yeah. And the only reason why I bring that up is like it creates narratives. I mean Breer touched on it, he's right. It it feels like owners have rabbit ears for the perception of their team and when you have you know, at least I should say this. I don't think they're going to have another primetime game. They have two one o'clock starts or kicks the next two weeks, um, and then their a week eighteen is kind of to be decided for everyone. So maybe that's a bigger game depending on uh, Denver and their playoff hopes and chances. But my point is, I think it's it's it creates this perception of of what the team is, the direction it's going. He's three and three so far, I believe now since he's taken over, and. That game could have easily went the other way, by the way, for them. And it didn't. I mean, coming off of it, you, you, you lose 3 nothing. your offense can't score, there's frustration, people are talking about who's going to be the starting quarterback, and then you have a butt-kicking like that, it can con- completely change the dynamics of the locker room, how the ownership feels about him moving forward, create all this momentum for the end of the season. Now, they don't have an easy schedule the rest of the way. Um, they've got to play two teams, at least right now, or excuse me, three teams right now that are no doubt either in the playoffs or in the playoff hunt between at Kansas City, at Indianapolis, and then Denver to finish. So there's a real chance that could have been the last one they get this season. And who knows how Mark Davis views this if they lose the next three. But I I think Antonio Pierce done a hell of a job. And I think he's the way he's handled the media and and some of the questions and, and tough and tough spots for this team and. I think the way he's handled the locker room, on a roster that, again, no disrespect to to what's there, but in comparison to the rest of the AFC West, I wouldn't say they're the most talented roster. He's well, coached them up.
5: Probably the least
6: of everybody, yeah, if you consider probably.
5: Denver and, and everybody involved. Um, the so. The game against Kansas City, that's a Christmas day game. I mean... Yeah, it's a 1 p.m. Eastern time kick. Well,
6: I'm going to be watching the NBA, so I'm, I'm not going to pay. Attention That's what I was
5: going to say. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. at least nobody will be, uh, you know, looking uh-huh. at that game when it's happening. Plus, I, I think Tony Romo's calling that game, and you know, at least Jim, yeah, that, that might be on mute what in a happened? lot of households you know, depending on who you ask. But uh, that is the very latest on the coaching update following last night's disaster by the Chargers uh, versus the Las Vegas Raiders. If Brandon Staley does get some bad news this morning by way of a firing, we will let you know here and we'll break into whatever we got going on here on the show. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. And coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to try and do something for the first time in show history we're calling it bowl bonanza and it's yours next
1: be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app
8: Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
2: podcasts. With the Lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere.
9: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
9: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip,
4: who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
9: And I'm Skip Bronson.
3: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list
2: of questions I have about Jesse Ventura.
10: It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Yeah, all right. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. So coming up later on this hour, we are going to have another edition of You In You Out as we close up shop here on a Friday morning. A uh, Which, by the way, I may have uh, may have forgotten something that I uh, wanted to bring up to you guys, which I, I feel uncomfortable doing now. But I, I, I think it is important that we bring it up. Hmm. It is a football Friday. Yeah, it's a damn football Friday. Come on, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. It's Friday. It's How did Friday. we miss this earlier? Chargers. What happened? We just got.
5: Uh, we were enthralled by the Raiders' remaining schedule. That's
7: right. That's right. That's right. That's right. coach. Right. Right. Come on. Come on. Guys, the, Raiders. Of the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Raiders. Yes. The Raiders. No, the
5: yes.
3: Raiders. Come on, go Sam. Come on, Sam. The, go. the Autumn
5: Wind is a six-win team. Go. Go. Come on, yeah. Sam.
3: Come, on. come on, Sam. Come on. Come on, Sam.
7: Come on, Sam. Come on. Yep.
3: Yep. Yep. All right. Yep.
7: Friday night is a football on. Friday. Come on, yep. ready?
5: Football Friday. The Chargers. It's in coach, to the Heisman. Right. Yeah. 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 It is come on. a football, football Friday. Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. And so, yes, we are going <laughs> to have a bowl bonanza. We've never done it in the history of the show here coming up, where we are going to pick every single bowl game. And there's 41 of these bad boys uh, throughout the next several weeks. So we're going to get that started here momentarily. But first, for all the latest from around the world of sports, man, who I can't imagine had a real good time last night sitting with mm-hmm. the Misses, the biggest Charger fan Chargers, on planet no. Earth, Mrs. <laughs> oh, Garcia oh, having to suffer through a historic loss, the one, the only, the majestic Edmund Garcia.
3: Yeah, it's funny you say that, Jonas, because there For was a is. certain point where I turned to her and I said, you know, you don't have to watch this. And she gritted her teeth and she said, I'm hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, See? What? <laughs> I'm like, I know I, I'm married to you. I understand you, you still don't have to watch this. And she uh, defiantly watched it every second of it. So that's the worst ever for her, right? The worst loss she's ever seen. Uh, probably the Super Bowl against San Francisco, I would guess was worse. She told me the story that she had decorated her house and was at halftime removing all the decorations. Yeah, oh, wow. But she
5: uh, couldn't have been confident against that Niners team that they were going to win that game. I mean, this game I mean, last night, they were a three-point underdog, and they got mutilated.
3: Eh, I think when she was this close to her dream coming true, that was probably a tougher loss yeah, than, than that one of, last night, because uh, it. It was you know, two teams kind of going nowhere. But it was yeah. still ugly. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about Thursday Night Football in Las Vegas, where the Raiders squeaked by the Chargers 63-21, to and that was a Raider team that did not score a point in their previous game. They had nine touchdowns. Uh, against the Chargers, led 42-0 at the half. Most points scored in a game in Raiders franchise history, and on the other side, it was the most points allowed in a game in Chargers franchise history. Aiden O'Connell, four touchdown passes for Vegas as they improve to 6-8. and eight. Chargers fall to 5-9. and nine. NBA games of note. The Celtics beat the Cavaliers 116-107. Boston 18-5, 12-0 at home. They're the top team in the Eastern Conference. Timberwolves on the road beat the Mavericks 119-101. Minnesota's also 18-5 and the top team in the Western Conference. Nuggets over the Nets 124-101. to Nikola Jokic, a triple-double for Denver. 26 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists. Clippers Make it six wins in a row with a 121 113 win over the Warriors. Two ranked teams in action in college basketball. They both won. Number seven, Marquette, had a surprisingly tough time against St. Thomas out of Minnesota. 84 79, though, Marquette wins. And number 23, Wisconsin beat Jacksonville State 75 60. A couple of NHL games of note. Lightning beat the Oilers 7 4 to snap Edmonton's eight game winning streak. Blue Jackets outscore the Maple Leafs 6 5 in overtime. That was in Toronto. And the Blues, with their new Head coach beat the Senators 4-2. to Now back to Brady, Quinn, Levar, Arrington, and Jonas Knox on the Tyrac.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios.
5: Thanks, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, so this is where we're going to separate the people in sports media who've got balls and the people who don't people who've got the courage and the guts to make decisions here. We don't exactly know who's going to be playing in these bowl games, all right? And some of you probably don't even know where some of these are located. But you know what? There's 41 of them. And bowl season is starting, and it's starting this weekend. And so we are going to pick every single bowl game against the spread like a bunch of adults, like a bunch of savages here, getting ready for the college football bowl season. So we've got all these games lined up. We've got all of these games ready to rock. It is time for the debut
1: edition of.
4: Okay, now. I know y'all ready to do
7: it
1: now. Now it's time for two pros and a cup of Joe's Bowl Bonanza. (laughs) Bowl Bonanza.
7: Touchdown.
8: Boom. And fireworks go up.
5: All right. Yeah. So (laughs) excited. Let's go. Lead to lap. What are we looking at?
8: Fellas, kicking off. That's right, kicking off the bowl season is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. <laughs> How that feels, Woo. Sam? At 11 a.m. Eastern. Felt great. That's right, Myrtle Beach Bowl, 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, kicking it off between Georgia Southern and Ohio, where Ohio. Uh, excuse me, Georgia Southern is the uh, three-point favorite.
6: That's right. This line's actually gone down as the week has gone on. Ohio was originally a, a three-and-a-half-point underdog. But first meeting between these two teams, um, Ohio University, they're hoping to record back-to-back ten-win seasons for the first time in school history. They won actually three straight, two to finish the season to get to this point. Although, with all these games, you guys will notice this. Uh, transfer portal. It's a common theme. It's what's uh, it's what's happening. Everyone's portaling right now. So quarterback Curtis Rourke has already uh, entered into the transfer portal. I believe it's actually already uh, intended. He's got his destination, too, lined up. And the issue for Ohio is their backup quarterback, C.J. Harris, is out for the season. So it's actually the third stringer, Parker Navarro, who will likely get the start for the Bobcats. And he has played well in limited time. And I'll mind you, the Bobcats are actually one of the better defensive teams in college football. They only allow about 15 points per game. On the flip side, Georgia Southern coached by one Clay Helton, who I'm sure many know out there. They actually dropped their last four games to end the season. They got blown out by App State. Uh, they're giving up about 40 points during that skid, but they do have a quarterback who's highly productive in Davis. Perini. He actually led the Sun Belt in passing over 3,400 yards, 22 touchdowns only to 16 interceptions, and they can run the ball too. So this is a game that you probably want to take the over, but I like Ohio in the three points here.
7: You got problems, Q. Jesus, you need—you really need help, man. Hey, I'll take Georgia. We need to do an inter- intervention with you, bro. Hey, I'll do a. Uh, what Lee- you just did was phenomenal, and it's so phenomenal that you need help.
5: Hey, Lee, but, I'm going to take go. Georgia Southern because Clay Helton wants to grab his crotch and laugh at USC after this game is over.
7: There's my pick. I'm taking Ohio in this one. Hell yeah! I'm off to a strong start. Hell, Hell yeah! We go. <laughs>
8: What else we got, Lee? Continuing with that strong start, we got the Cricket Celebration Bowl between Howard and Florida A&M, where a- Florida A&M is six-and-a-half-point favorites.
6: I honestly got to be honest, I did not know this one was going to be a part of it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Florida A&M, though. Damn right. Mm, yeah.
7: I'm taking Howard. Shots out to my man Greg McGee, Howard, you know, and the rest of that group. They, they've they done a pretty good job this year. Um, D.C., obviously. I'm, I'm a DMV'er. I'm 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 a, I'm a rock with Howard on this one.
5: Yeah, I, I've been disappointed with the performance of Greg McVee and uh, and company there at Howard. Uh, very very troublesome. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think I'm gonna take Florida A&M. But here. Wait,
6: Lee. Thanks
8: oh, for saying
7: hey, coach, man. bro. Yeah, whatever. He's hey, about to hit coach. Yeah,
8: all inclusive here at uh, the uh, with the cricket <laughs> yeah, celebration it, it, well. hey, It's, a, it's yeah. a resort, Brady. All inclusive. Well, if, if, if it was Lee's
6: decision, it'd only be HBCU. So. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, yeah. Larry Scott. Larry yeah, Scott is their yeah, head hold coach.
7: on,
5: take a bow. Way. Take a bow, Brady Quinn. That is, <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, the call of the century.
8: All right, Lee, what uh, else we got? All right, well, next one up, we have the r Carriers New Orleans Bowl Woo. Louisiana versus Jacksonville State where Jacksonville State is two and a half point favorites at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. Come on.
6: How about this one guys? It's the first bowl game for Jacksonville State under uh, the second year of head coach Rich Rodriguez. Oh Rich Rod. Yeah. Um, they finished 8-4, 6-2 in conference play in their first year at the FBS level. Uh, their defense has been phenomenal. It's the number one scoring defense in Conference USA. Chris Hardy's their defensive line. actually leads Conference USA in sacks. Um, but and offensively they, they They kind of play two quarterbacks, Zion Webb and Logan Smothers, uh, both have started and played this year. So the offense can put up points. We know that's a a rich rod team, but their defense is playing well too. Uh, And then Louisiana is playing for their school record sixth consecutive year in a bowl game. Pretty remarkable how consistent that program has been problem is they're down to the third string quarterback Chandler Fields he did start the last four games again played decently well in that in that span Uh, and as far as defensively speaking Louisiana's about midway or a mid-tier defense in the Sun Belt which does play good football only giving up about 28 points per game I'm going to go ahead and lay the points here with Jacksonville State. Uh, I think that's the safer bet, uh, even though you know, Rich Rod and this group has been at the FBS level for a while. I think they come out on top.
5: I have a philosophy when it comes to bowl games. If you're raging and you're Cajun, I'm
7: taking. <laughs> so I will take Louisiana here, Lee. Well, my man... Brian Mitchell, one of the greats of the Raging Cajuns. What up, B-Mitch? Always said, don't count them boys out. So I'm going to go with my man and his his alma mater on this one. So I'm going <laughs> to go with Louisiana on this one as well. That's what I'm talking about, Mark.
8: Yeah. Next up, you got to sing the jingle, Avocados for Mexico, Cure Bull. <laughs> Appalachian, <laughs> Appalachian oh, wow. State wow. versus wow. Miami of Ohio. Six and a half point favorites are Appalachian State.
6: Uh, so Miami of Ohio has a chance to set their be- second best record in school history behind a thirteen one season by the one and only Ben Roethlisberger. So Chuck Barton done a tremendous job with this group, uh, especially considering what has happened to them at the quarterback spots. They won five straight to finish uh, since losing quarterback Brett Gabbert back in October, and then their backup Avion Williams. He's actually entered the transfer portal, so it's Is probably that Henry ben Hessen, second cousin. Uh, I don't know about cousin. It, yeah, probably related somehow. Oh, I mean, okay. both quarterbacks—they got to be right. Uh, I would just. Um. He's played college football for a long time, too. Very productive. So it, it was unfortunate when he went down, but they've overcome. Avion Williams did a good job for them in his the spot, but he's in the portal. So it's going to be Henry Hesson, and then this starter, Max uh, Maddox Cop, could give some playing time as well. Uh, but what a way to, to. you guys remember they got blown out by Miami like starting off the year? Like pretty remarkable uh, turnaround for Miami of Ohio and Chuck Martin. Uh, they also have the Lou Groza Award winner, if, if that matters. To me.
5: Yeah, Lou Groza. The is that like the six foot five punter? Back <laughs> no, in the that's day? the
6: Ray guy. No, right guy. Lou Groza is the kicking award. Yeah, um, uh, App State ripped off, you know, five straight before losing to Troy in the Sun Belt title game. Uh, gr- great program, we know that, but they've yeah. given up. Uh, I want to say they made some defensive changes after the in the first eight games they gave up over 500 yards like three times. Last five have been much much better uh, defensively. So um, this should be a close game. It's a bit risky going from my of Ohio, but I'm thinking here more with my heart than with my head, uh, being that it's an Ohio squad. So I'll uh, I'll take the points here.
5: Iowa Sam has something he wants to throw in real quick, Sam. Oh, well, you know Ben Roethlisberger went 13 and one that one year. I wonder who that loss was to. Uh, hmm, that's relevant. Hmm. Okay. All right.
7: Bye. Um, Going with App State here. App State. What, what's your reasoning behind that, Lavar? Because of Dexter Coakley. Yeah. Yeah. Any Any team that Dexter Coakley has played for and has upset Michigan in the history of their 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 traditioned. And and successful program I'm just not going I'm not picking against them I'm going with App State
5: Yeah, so this is the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl And avocados should never be considered an app They should be considered a daily routine in your diet It's a lot of good fats there So just on that alone I'm not going to go App State here I'm going to take Miami of Ohio Mm. I like I feel
7: like any any team that's named after a place that's in a different place shouldn't get that type of credit. That's, okay. <laughs> that, I have a very, very big block against Strength. the fact that yeah. every time I hear Miami <laughs> of Ohio, it's like my, my cousin went to IUP. I just don't get it. Like, why would you call it Indiana of Pennsylvania? Like, Indiana belongs
6: in Indiana. Right. Miami yeah. belongs in Florida. That's all I'm saying. Great I think it originally had to do with the uh, Indian tribe. They used to be um, called a different name, one you're familiar with. Now they're the Red Hawks.
7: Yeah, yeah. I get it, but I'm not with it. <laughs> okay. Miami belongs in Florida, so I'm not going with
6: Ohio <laughs> on this one. I think uh, you should probably go there before uh, before you judge. Oxford, Ohio is a uh, beautiful oh, campus, I'm beautiful not school. very i Very I'm pretty
7: scenery there. Not judging. I promise very you I'm so. not Man, I probably Shout out to the, all the up.
6: SAEs there in Oxford, Jay, Ohio. I'll probably visit there. You know, it is what it is. Right.
7: We're never
8: going to
6: make this, by the way. Lee,
8: what else Guys, going? next no, up is no, the no Isleta way. New Mexico Bowl between New Mexico State and Panetti. Fresno State. And he's Fresno State. New Mexico State is favored, though. Three and a half point favorites.
6: Yeah, they should be. Jerry Kills did a phenomenal job with this group. You know, New Mexico State's never lost a bowl game. four zero and one And so it's pretty incredible. Jerry Kills got like over a 55% cover rate but they won eight straight before losing the conference champ game Um, the starting quarterback Diego Pavia he was sidelined due to injury uh, during the title game Uh, he should be back for the bowl game on the flip side uh, Fresno State head coach Jeff Tedford had to step down due to health concerns. Tim Skipper's taken over. Uh, and Mikey Keene, their quarterback, just kind of struggled down the stretch. Delth a leg injury, concussion, all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to lay the points to Jerry kill in New Mexico State. Mm. I'm going to
5: go Fresno State in honor of the one Eddie Garcia here. Yeah. The majestic Eddie Garcia.
7: I'm going with New Mexico State. Damn. Yeah, I'm going to rock with them on this one.
8: Next up is the change of name, the L.A. Bowl, hosted by, of course, Gronk. What What up, Gronk? He's probably funnier than Jimmy Kimmel. Absolutely, he is. What a dud. And in this game, we've got Boise State versus UCLA. UCLA favored by four.
6: Yeah. UCLA kind of fell off towards the end of the season and they're going to be a team without a lot of their talent. Uh, Leatu, Latu, their outstanding defensive end uh, amongst some other defensive pieces will not be there. Quarterback, Ethan Garbers uh, went down in the season finale. Their backup Dante Moore, he's in the transfer portal, but Garbers is expected to be back for this one. I uh, just kind of wonder with where this team is at and Boise state after firing Andy Avalos, they elevated Spencer Danielson. He was an interim head coach. Now he is the head coach. They've won, uh, They've gotten 3-0. and And uh, I think the biggest concern there is uh, Taylor Green, their, their quarterback, he transferred in the portal. He's already committed to, to Arkansas. And so I think this is going to be the best play on this game is the under. But I'll go ahead and take the points at Boise State here.
5: I don't trust mm-hmm. Boise State's ability to play on a non-blue field. Therefore, Roger that. I'm going to take UCLA in this spot. Good call.
8: Yeah, I'm <laughs> taking UCLA. Last bowl game of the weekend, Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Texas Tech versus Cal. Texas Tech favored by three.
6: <laughs> All the way
5: in
8: yeah.
6: Shreveport. I'm sure they're going to be traveling to this one. This is a tough one, too. <laughs> Texas Tech, they're losing two of their top three targets at wide receiver and Jerron Bradley and Miles Price to the portal. Uh, ben Barron's Mort- Morton's health, their quarterback's been the biggest issue. And, and Tyler Shuck, their backup, he's in the portal. So, uh, not, not a lie going there for Texas Tech. They, they kind of have been the better team, though. They're taking on a freshman quarterback, Fernando Mendoza, who has settled in, but he's got Jade not to hand the football off to Problem is Cal's defense has been giving up a ton of yards in production. So look, this is going to come down to turnovers uh, when tech turns the football over multiple times or and 4. when they don't usually they're standing in, in games and Cal can turn football over. But I think tech t- takes care of the football with the extra prep. I'm going to lay the points there with Texas Tech. Mm, I'm taking tech. Yeah,
5: I'll take Cal. I think they're going to be inspired by Aaron Rodgers and his Achilles comeback. Mm. And so I think uh, Cal's mm-hmm. the play here. Mm-hmm. And uh, there it is. That's how you handicap the opening weekend of the bowl season here and the first installment of the Bowl Bonanza. I feel Jordan like there was a few
6: others, but we up. couldn't get them all in because um, of Louis' selection. <laughs> I think
7: that's <laughs> it. That's it for the games this week. This weekend. Uh, yeah, this weekend. It, are we sure?
6: Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, this is it. There's a lot. It's a I, lot. I it's can't, awesome.
5: w- I can't it's wait to best. gamble on all of these.
6: I just leave the TV on college football the entire time. Yeah. And my, like, my, because I did this last year with my girls, and they're always like, Dad, what are you doing? I go, Babe, <laughs> can't find the it's remote. It's season. All right. <laughs> it's bowl season. This never turns off. All right.
5: Just do what I do. Whenever my son asks me to change the TV, I go, No, blah. I'm and trying then, to no, teach blah, blah, them blah. math yeah. through
6: gambling, which has so far been unsuccessful. <laughs> but I think they're starting to get the hang of it. Your kids are going to be sharks. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're really, really are concerned beauty. about the half point. They don't Hell really get yeah. that concept
5: yet. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So coming up next, we're going to put a bow on this bad boy. It's another edition of You and You Out right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Step into the world of
0: power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chompocasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com.
9: Welcome to the family.
3: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
9: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
4: Skip, who do you think? It's your
9: buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson.
3: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura.
10: It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. If you missed any of this show, make sure you check out the podcast. That involves some coaching updates in the NFL, a quarterback who's getting paid for the final four weeks of the season, a terrible question to another quarterback, the debut installment of our Bull Bonanza, why Mexico is an ideal spot for an NFL team to go play in and all sorts of other fun stuff just check out the podcast it'll be posted shortly after we go off the air you just search two pros wherever you get your podcast be sure to also follow rate and review it that's important follow it rate it and review it again just search two pros wherever you get your podcast and you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air and we will be back on the air coming up on monday 6 a.m eastern time three o'clock pacific same time same place and right now it's time for this
1: this is really big news two pros in a cup of joe want you to know if they're in yeah please or if they're out
8: all right lead the lap what do we got guys it's holiday party season are you guys in or out on ugly sweater parties
6: because today is the
8: national ugly sweater
6: party is you could have an ugly sweater any time of the year it's fall and winter or it's cold right yeah if you're saying like an ugly Christmas sweater, that's one thing. But I always hear people say an ugly sweater party. I'm like, well, is it a Christmas sweater party? I mean, I, I, th- those tend to be ugly. I mean, yeah. it kind of goes hand in hand, but I don't. F- I feel like it should be stated. No.
5: Also, what is too too much to pay for an ugly Christmas sweater?
6: Oh, for you, it's going to be like... Probably a little bit more than it costs to go to the Panthers game this weekend.
5: Yeah, what is that, like 40 cents? It's 45 cents. Yeah. That's
6: that's excluding taxes and fees, though,
5: okay. by the way. All right. So, uh, yeah, I just feel like if you're paying more than like 10 to $15 for an ugly Christmas sweater, you've, you've missed the point. This isn't about looking good. This is about looking bad. So why, why even go through with it?
8: I'd be down to go to an ugly sweater party. I actually skipped a party because I didn't have an ugly sweater to bring to the party felt bad about that what do you mean I didn't have an ugly Christmas sweater
5: just go to like go go to any like a 99 cent
8: store they'll have something I guess I
7: don't have one either Lee
8: I'm out got gotcha, you guys something you might find at an ugly sweater party is a uh, cupcake because it's national cupcake day uh, see a picture of sprinkles on a cupcake are you guys into sprinkles on your cupcakes and are you into glitter my house is filled with glitter I hate glitter no more glitter. than anything I, I
6: hate world. glitter I don't eat cupcakes so I'm out on all that you know, um, I'm out on sprinkles
7: I like cupcakes
5: you know what I don't like with cupcakes when there's too much frosting on the
7: top nope I love the frosting
6: you would say
8: that cupcake yeah there is a
6: fine balance. I love some cakes, boy. Right my hand. Stuff.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably yeah.
7: right oh, your face, too, to, Yes. Why oh, not? Yeah. yeah. Put them cakes right on my face. Yeah.
8: Guys, another place you would find...
7: Booyah! Uh, <laughs>
8: <laughs> Booyah! Another place you would find sprinkles is Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. The new Wonka movie's coming out with Timothy out. Chalamet. Out.
5: If it ain't Gene Wilder, Move you can oddly, kiss my stop ass. Stop with the
6: movies. Why? Stop with the movies, Lee. I, and by the way, how I'm about... only sprinkling in
5: What well. about when they dusted it off and tried to make old yellow teeth Johnny Depp of the Willy Wonka? Get out of my you face.
1: Nothing. You lose. That's the danger. real Willy
5: Wonka. Hmm. Gene Wilder. Iowa graduate Gene Wilder. Donuts with no nuts. So good you could go nuts. Give it to me now. Oh, oh beautiful. Whoa, that's, that's what you want. Nice.
6: Whoa. Are you a thespian? Hell yeah.
8: Yeah. By the way, it is movie season. As well as bowl season, it is movie season. So you will get a few movies here and there, especially on a Friday. But from one Willie to another, from Willy Wonka to Willie Nelson, Willie Nelson's 90th birthday celebration you can catch this weekend on Sunday where he's uh, partying with the likes of Beck, Sheryl Crow, Snoop Dogg, Nora Jones... Dave Matthews. This is actually recorded in April. But biggest pothead on planet Earth.
6: Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So is his birthday now, or was it in April? It
8: was in April. So, <laughs> I don't know why they're debuting it now, but it's his 90th birthday oh, celebration God. this week.
6: This is ridiculous, dude.
8: He's closer to his 91st birthday <laughs> than his
6: 90th. What a pothead he is, though. Willie oh,
7: Nelson is the man. I wish I could smoke must be good with for Willie you. Nelson. If 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 there was one time that I would decide to smoke something, <laughs> I'd do it with Willie Nelson. I'm in on Willie
6: Nelson. Okay. All right. Oh, right. you know something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh. All right.